Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for all the good things that you are doing in us, Lord. There are many things that we don't see and we don't even give you glory. We don't thank you for it. Yet those are part of our everyday life. And yet you do not stop working in us. Today, Lord, we want to thank you for all the tiny little miracles that you work for us and through us in our lives and through our lives for others. And yet many of those we take for granted. We want to thank you, Lord. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts for the very breath of life that you have given in us, that you did not choose to take it away, that you kept us out of harm's way, that you give us health and strength, that every organ, every tiny little cell in our body is functioning perfectly according to your plan. We thank you for our health, for our strength. We thank you for the people that love and care about us. So often we take it for granted. Oh, that is family. We thank you, Lord, today for our friends. We thank you, Lord, for establishing, for establishing the work of our hands, our jobs, our businesses, our finances, our incomes, and for providing for all that do not have that new opportunity that comes their way now, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you educate us in your ways. You pour out your wisdom. You pour out your understanding. You open up our understanding to it. You grant us your revelation and you bid us come to draw and drink again. That we are filled with grace. We are filled and restored through your mercy. And it is all your mercy that has brought us so far. We acknowledge it, Lord. That on our own we are incapacitated. We are inadequate. No matter how skilled we think we are, how smart and intelligent we think we are, we acknowledge and understand the fact and accept that we are limited in our ways, Lord. That without your presence, that piece of the puzzle that you are, our life remains incomplete. Our life cannot be fulfilled. We acknowledge it, Father. We acknowledge your presence in this prayer today. And we ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our hearts. For you are worthy of it all. The from and the to of all things. We lean not on our understanding. The understanding that we have from our flesh and our worldly knowledge. But on the revelation that you grant us, Father. The life-changing life-transforming, mind-renewing revelation. And today, that is what we will reflect on. We thank you, Lord, that you continue to call us by name to be with you in your secret place. And you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts as well. And today, we share that invitation, we share that peace and that joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you personally. That you are still a religion. 
you are still a doctrine, not a person. We share it with all those that do not want to know you, that have turned away from you, that have chosen and continue to choose everything else except you. And yet it is your will, your sincere desire and the pain of your heart that none of these should go down to hell, that none of these should be condemned to the outer death where there is gnashing and weeping of teeth. But each should be brought into your kingdom through salvation. So you send your prophet, you send your apostles, you send your messengers. You sent your son to die for each of us. We thank you, Father, for that unchangeable love that no matter what we do in our ways, all you ever care about is man and his well-being and restoring that relationship that you have with us. Restoring the blessings that you had originally promised us that were stolen. To walk in abundance and in dominion on earth. We thank you, Lord, for you have loved us with an everlasting love. We thank you that you open our eyes to see it. And you bid us share that testimony with others. That they might see, they might see you through our eyes. We thank you, Lord. And we share your peace and joy, Lord, with all those that we lift up in our place of prayer as well. At our altar. All those that we are praying for today and all those that have no one to pray for them. As we offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord that you might bless these as well. And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of the great I am, the maker, the God of signs, wonders, and overflow and miracles, the one who is our refuge and our portion in the land of the living, the blessed one of Israel, who only does wondrous things, You are the God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. You, O Lord, are our shield for us, our glory and the lifter up of our heads, as your word in Psalm 3 says. And we pray in the name of your Son, Jesus, your word that you sent to heal us, to redeem us, to salvage and save us. Our rock, our refuge, our foundation on which we build our life, our Christian experience. The author and the finisher of our destiny. The word himself who became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And he is our wonderful counsellor, our mighty God, the Prince of Peace, the everlasting Father. He is the way, the truth and the life. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of resurrection, the spirit of truth, the hand of the creator, the scepter of the king of kings, that all powerful force in the universe to whom every spirit is subject. He is the father of all spirits. It is he who now has made his tabernacle and lives within our body. The greatest force in the universe within us. Father, we fail to recognize your presence. 
We ask forgiveness for all those times. We thank you, Lord, that you open our hearts to your truth. And you said your truth shall set us free. It is by your spirit, the spirit of liberty, that there is freedom. Wherever you are, there is freedom. We cannot continue to live in slavery, in bondage under sin, when you live within us. The breath of the Father given to us. The one who heals our backsliding. The one who pours out revelation into our hearts. The one who partners with us to lift us up and to work with us to lift our brothers and our sisters up as well. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us. You have bankrupted heaven for our sake. You have blessed us with everything that you can give. You do not hold back. Your word, your very spirit. You gave of yourself. You give of angels, destiny helpers, every resource that we need. You provide all our needs in accordance with your riches in glory through Christ Jesus. You provide all our physical needs and you are able to make every grace abound towards us that we shall be found lacking nothing. In your restful waters you lead us. You are our shepherd. And you make, Lord, you are the maker. You are able to make everything. You are able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. You have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. We thank you, Lord. We cannot thank you enough for all that you do and continue to do for us. We thank you, Jesus. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word. As we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth today. And it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue and for the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. Yesterday, we reflected on presenting your body as a living sacrifice to God while seeking Him. Romans 12, verse 1. Today, I'd like to reflect on how we go about doing that. How do we present ourselves as living sacrifice? What is that first step that is needed? And in our reflection yesterday, we spoke of Romans 6 verse 3, not presenting the parts of your body to sin as instruments of wickedness, 
but presenting them to God as instruments of righteousness. Having lived by fleshly ways now, all these years, how do you then switch suddenly? For that, it takes a rewiring of your mind. And so Paul says in Romans 12 verse 2, I'll read the Amplified Version. He says, do not be conformed to this world. Any longer with its superficial values and customs. Do not be conformed to those superficial values and customs. I might add the word traditions there as well. But be transformed and progressively changed. It is not going to happen overnight. As you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. And as we reflect on this, it will actually be a three-part series over the next three days. But today I'd like to touch on the three key, key things that he talks about in this verse. The first thing is reformat your mind. Reformat your mind to get rid of all the garbage that is in there. It says do not be conformed. That is do not align with the ways of the world. That is why I said, he said, <clears throat> the Amplified Version spoke of values, its superficial values and customs and said traditions as well. A lot of things that we have learned and continue to live by today are still those ways of the world. They are still <clears throat> superficial and at best sinful. Do not align with the ways of the world knowing that they are ways that come from the God of this world, who is Satan. How do you discern those? You examine it. And if it focuses on self-glorification, self-gratification, if it focuses on pride, on selfishness, on ambition, on pleasure, if they are all self-directed, if all that you see in it is I, me, this is for me, it is most likely the way of the world because these are the ways of the flesh. And why does he say it? Because the ways of the flesh are inclined to sin. So we have to empty out, empty those out of our system. And we have to take up new benchmarks, new ways, that is ways of the spirit. Before you can fill your cup with new, the old must be emptied out. That's what we're reflecting on. And we touched on last Friday in our Bible teaching as well. No one puts new wine in an old wine skin. That's what the Holy Spirit works with us as well. So you are not expected to do it on your own. He helps you in it. 
The second thing is you recalibrate your mind to new standards that you receive from the word of God. That word which is made real to you by the spirit. And unless it becomes real to you, it will not appeal to you. It cannot be your standard. So reading the word is important. Receiving the revelation out of it is even more important. For that, we must search for what the Spirit is showing us. And He shows you what He'd like to see in you. That which conforms to the image of Jesus. That's all that He really wants. We recalibrate our mind to those standards. And then the third one is, you realign with those new standards you set, knowing that they are God's will, God's standards for your life. And this realignment is not an overnight process. That's why the Amplified Version uses the word progressively. It says, be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by renewing your mind. So it will take a lot of effort and a constant renewing of mind because a lot of our ways have become our habits over the years. So our natural default nature is to lean to those thought patterns, those ways of thinking and acting. You find yourself, if you were using abusive language, you will continue to use it for a while until you make conscious efforts to shut and zip your mouth before it can speak those kind of words. We have to make that effort. And you should ask for grace and operate out of faith. But we have to be intentional in changing our behavior, in changing our thought patterns. Gradually over time, we might still fall initially, but gradually over time, we will get rid of those old habits and we will adapt new ones. And why should we be do why should we be doing this? He says, so that you may prove, meaning so that you may discern for yourself what is ethical, what values are godly, and then align with the word of God. That is why I said it is important that that word becomes real to you. Unless that word becomes real, you can't connect with it. You can't discern it. That this is what God's will for me is. You can't discern what values are godly and so align with them. Adapt to those in your life. That is, you are consciously taking on characteristics and traits of Jesus' nature now. Because that word has become real to you, so real that it's part of flesh. The word has become flesh and dwelt within you. Now you're able to know for sure what is it that is good, acceptable and perfect and is the will of God? And we shall stop here today, tomorrow and day after. I'd like to touch on two examples from the Bible about renewing your mind. Two instances that the Bible talks about. One is in the Old Testament, one in the New Testament. And let's look at what we can learn from them. We will have to test our thinking at every point to see whether we're still stuck with the old 
Or are we ushering and are we open to ushering that new way of thinking based on the word of God into our thought patterns, into our habits, into our ways, the ways we live. That is why I spoke of traditions. Because it will challenge your traditions as well. The way you did certain things. The way you continue to engage with your family, with your friends, with your community. The way you see your very Christianity as well could be challenged. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that opening of our minds, Lord. So that when you pour your revelation, when you join dots for us, when you grant us understanding, when you show us your new things, then we are able to step forward, open our hearts to accept, to receive, not resist, not turn it away, not stick to that which is familiar and thereby be victims of familiar spirits in our lives. I ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord. That we do not seek conformity, that we do not follow trends, patterns, that this is how the rest of the world, everyone else does it, so will I do it. If they are all doing it in that certain way, how can I go differently? What would people think? What would they say? This is how we've always done it. This is how my parents and grandparents did certain things. When you show us something new and different and you challenge our thinking, Lord, I ask for the edification, the fortitude to make our call and our decision on what is of you and what is not of you. I ask for that edification in our spirits this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, for all families that are embattled, facing division and separation. We pray, Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, all kinds of addictions, especially pornography, alcoholism, drug addiction. Those that are battling all kinds of compulsive behaviors, where they are forced to do things in a certain way, behave without of anger, out of violence, to keep stealing, and yet they have no control over it and they don't know why. We pray for all those that are battling prayerlessness, busyness, and ambition in their lives, ignorance of your ways based on your word, that are high above our ways. Those that are struggling with poverty, with helplessness, suffering in misery, Lord. Can't seem to get out of it. Let every such yoke of the enemy be broken now by the blood of Jesus. In the lives of those that we are praying for today, let that yoke be lifted now. Let your gates be lifted now. In the name of Jesus.
We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved, Lord. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ke dal 
from Romans 12, 1 to 3. I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may prove what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I bid everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith which God has assigned him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Philippians 4, verses 8 and 9, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, Put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. And the word that stands out for me there is put it into practice. Don't just receive, hear, listen and put an end to it there. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, our daily divine mercy and rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teachings. Please share links for Zoom and YouTube with friends and family. Invite them. If they are not able to join live sessions, you can point them to recordings on YouTube, on our Facebook page, as well as our Spotify podcast. Give this prayer group as a gift. Share the link to the prayer group with them so that they can join and they can gain that benefit, that blessing of praying with others and having others pray with them as well. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Before we conclude, just, just a reminder about tomorrow's Bible study session. It is the second part in our series on a time of testing. Please refer to the message in your um, Telegram group. Or if you are following us on social media channels, you see the message there. Please share that. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. God, God bless everyone. Thank you, brother. God bless everyone.